0: Guys, we're back. Uh, uh, we never went anywhere, but we're back. No, we're back, and better than ever, kind of. In
1: uh, August 2021, cheers
0: Cheers to that. That's yeah. terrifying. It's been a, a few weeks. I don't know how many, but it's been a minute. I'm not um, counted either. Yeah. It's not worth it, really, because it doesn't matter, because we're back.
1: Yeah, we're back, and we will be back. We don't, yeah, we'll just, we're back.
0: We'll, we'll be back, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, no. I can make no promises for we say can. next week when I will not be in town. But but we are back. back. We're back. We're back. It's not important. It's um, true.
1: We're,
0: yeah. As Nikki wrote in our notes, "Rip summer." Damn right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm mourning the loss of summer, and it's not over yet. But yeah. in about fourteen days, my summer officially ends, and that's really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm having one last tour out with a, a couple friends, and then I'm gonna like. Go to college, where Woohoo. I begin my last year of academic study until God knows when. I actually don't know when we'll get back. And
0: isn't that nice?
1: No. I hate oh, okay. It. <laughs> I'm Never terrified. Mind. I'm really see? excited
0: to be done with college, but, you know, anyway. I'm
1: excited to be done, too, but it's just, like, the endless unknown, you know? The void yeah. staring back at you. <laughs> Speaking of the void, what do we want to do with our future? <laughs> Uh, today we're going to be talking about I Care A Lot, so definitely something we're not going to do in the future. I don't know. Are you thinking
0: about geriatric scamming? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> that's... Yeah, no, I'm okay without that. Um, I'll be doing other kinds of scamming, but not that. Um, yeah, that I Care a, a Lot.
1: For legal purposes. Jokes for legal
0: purposes, that was a joke.
1: <laughs> we try to make jokes here. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, so I Care A Lot, the Netflix movie that came out. What, last year? This last year? year. Last year. But it got a lot of hype throughout the year. Also got a lot of hype just from Netflix. Yeah, Netflix itself, tried to sell
1: it a lot.
0: Which is like fine. It's their job, whatever. But anyway, we watched it. Um we also want to talk briefly to you all um about just sort of what's been happening <laughs> in the Marvel universe. Yes,
1: <laughs> your your Marvel update.
0: Yeah. Because it's been a, a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just
1: um, have to talk about Marvel here.
0: But first, uh, Nikki, what have you been watching lately?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, too many things. So okay. I started like a lot of reality TV, and I was like finishing a bunch of my reality TV shows. None of them are like the Bachelorette type. They're all like I'm watching just the training. Bachelorette. See, that's the with thing. With my
0: friends. I've watched it before with them, though. Like This is like prior to COVID. I've watched it. I just right, don't like right. it. Um, it's a social event, mostly.
1: Yeah, I think that's how people like watch like live televised events and streaming reality TV is like a very different vibe because Yeah, we watch it live I never got to see it Yeah, exactly So yeah. you like never, see, like there's no appeal or cool things that are happening every week So I started watching like Terrace House, which is a very old show It's like about four or five years old But it is interesting and they speak Japanese and you watch them and you kind of like some of the people there You don't um, one of the people's in Terrace House, one of the the one of the members, I suppose, in Terrace House, also ends up uh, becoming an actor, and now she starred in Moxie, which is oh, that movie, yeah. Polar movie
0: that I'm not gonna watch,
1: that I don't recommend you watch. <laughs> but she played a pretty cool character for you know, like for just I would say representation's sake, but also it's pretty interesting, like written character of a half asian or fully asian ki- person we, we don't really know because ah th- that's one of the reasons you shouldn't watch moxie but anyway so she plays one of the second leads essentially and it was really interesting to see her at 18 and then in moxie she's like about 21 or our age ish when she plays that character so it was weird it was like interesting to see people that eventually become famous and people who do not that's one thing And the other thing I've been watching with my parents, uh, because I've been looking for something to fill a hole shaped like Game of Thrones in my heart. Yeah. Um, It has not arrived. I'm playing a game that's (laughs) derived from Game (laughs) of Thrones. It's a little, you know, word based game. It's not that interesting at all. But I'm just missing my dragons and uh, the ritual of Game of Thrones even though I never watched it live, so I'm just insane. Anyway, um, it's called The Last Kingdom, also on Netflix, and it's pretty fun. It's not fantasy, so it's actually a historical. Um, I wouldn't say it's not fantasy. It's got a little bit of those like. Uh, Is that like I dragons can see- and shit. No, it's it's like I can see into the future, but like everyone uh, thought that they could see into the future at one well, point in history.
0: I can see into the future, actually. Believe it or not.
1: I don't. What what does the future tell you? That summer will end in a few
0: days? Yeah, the inevitable will come to pass. That is so vague. Yep. But am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, I
1: don't know. I can't see into the future. So I guess we'll just believe you, Alicia. Like, the inevitable will come to pass. Yep. Anyway, The Last Kingdom is pretty fun. It's based on, like, old English history from the, like, 9th century, 8th century. So, like, knights
0: and shit. No, actually, oh. this is like
1: pre-nights because pre-knights. they were so just peasants in straw huts. Yeah, I mean okay. peasants in straw huts. Some lords and the Danes trying to invade the entire country. Oh, so the sick. last kingdom is the Wessex part of England, which is like the most yeah. English part of England.
0: I um, have I have Dane. Little, you have Danish blood in smidge. you. Wow, little they're smidge. the cool ones. They're very little progressive. Bit. My mom's really happy with it.
1: Yeah, I bet. I would not want to be British.
0: Yeah, that's not... That's not very fun. We don't man. have that. We don't have any of that going on. Anyway, well that's cool.
1: So not a lot, but... I've been watching other movies and stuff, but those are the the two mainstays for now. What about you? Excellent. What have you been
0: seeing? Well, now you're making me look bad for not narrowing down, but let me just go through yeah. real quick. So, a couple weekends ago, I'm home by myself because my family was out of town for the weekend. And so my plan after working um, on Saturday was to get drunk and watch movies, which is only kind of what I did. I didn't really get drunk, but I had some drinks. Um, So I watched... Here's my reasoning for this. I just want to set this up for you. Right. Paddington 2, a couple months back, bumped Citizen Kane off of like Rotten Tomatoes as the best movie of all time or whatever. So I thought, let me watch Paddington 2. But then I thought, what if I need to watch Paddington... One before watching the <laughs> second one, for context. So that I watched the first one, real. and I didn't like it, so I didn't even bother with the second one. So it was kind of for no reason. Useless, but then I watched
1: huh?
0: then I watched the movie Big Fish, which was the Tim Burton movie, right. because we did the musical in my senior year of high school. I did not like the musical. I did not like the movie. Um, so we're 0 for 2. And then I watched Fighting With My Family, which we were just talking about people who became famous. Florence Pugh is the main character. And I was like, oh. "Oh, lol." So, which I knew already, but then I like found the movie again, and I was like, "Oh, I should watch this." And it was quite enjoyable. So, anyway, that was that was one day. Um, then in the next week and a half or so, whatever that's you know, taking us up to now, I watched Don John, the uh, yes, movie yes. written and directed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. Um, and, and starring Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, who we so will talk I about. I feel like I feel
1: like we're we're interestingly picking up a lot of interesting people yep. that will eventually come around to. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, I will say though, so I remember when the movie came out and I remember being like super rated R and like I saw yes, the previews and my, yes. I was like, I want to see it my mom was like, no. So then yeah, I was like, it's wow, this is
1: so, pretty much, addiction, yeah. And
0: I was like, so. oh, this is kind of awesome. So like the movie was like, I didn't think it was the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it was one of those right. like payoff moments of like, oh my God, yeah, I wanted I to see, see this seven years ago and now it's like here, whatever. <laughs> Uh, we saw the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. That was a full family experience because we really loved the first movie. The second movie was fine, but you know, at least we saw it. Wouldn't watch it again. Ten Years is currently on HBO and HBO Max, um, and it's about a group of people that go to a high school reunion together. Mm. But it's a sort of a what do you call a super group cast? What do you call that? Ensemble. Ensemble. Thank I you. Would call that an ensemble. Um, yeah, Supergroup is a classic oh, rock Oh man, trend.
1: this is sad. It Ch- starts chanting to and his wa- ex-wife. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, her, Rosario Dawson, um, fucking, uh, pfft. I have the Wikipedia, I'm just reading it. Yeah, you, why don't you just Justin read up the names? Justin
1: Long, it yeah. Mara, uh, Mara, Mara, I don't know. Mara. Oscar Isaac, uh, yep. yeah. Anthony Mackie. Uh, Anthony Mackie. Chris Pratt. In. Chris Pratt is too, and Aubrey Plaza.
0: Yep among others
1: among a few others who really don't I
0: but you've not. definitely seen it before it was an interesting movie it, like mm-hmm. was fine and then recently also i've been watching the west wing again like that's what i've been doing so now i'm home by myself again and i've been watching the west wing like all week because it's just I, it's my comfort show yeah i've seen it several times i, I just love it i have not yeah. seen it fully at all
1: i i've tried i think i think i'm past this unfortunately for me it's not a moment because with Trump in the office every day felt like you were watching an episode of tv and now I just don't want to see anything to
0: do well with so this is the interesting thing anymore. I watched it like for right, the first time I'm... I watched it the, all yeah. the way through in high school I'd seen like bits and pieces and then in high school I don't know I guess junior senior year I kind of watched the whole thing right and like it was so interesting that I would still because of the way that you know Aaron Sorkin does the shows and everything and the way you're pulled in by the action and everything like and even the acting is just really fantastic, but I would start getting, like, shit confused that was going on, because you, obviously there, you know, there, that's the point of the show, there are flaws in the system, and everyone is flawed, blah, 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 but, like, the standard to which the fictional White House held itself to compared Uh to what was actually going on to me started getting confusing, and so I was, like, not sure what was happening in reality, and then I'd get so disappointed when I realized what was actually going on. (laughs) No, no, I know. Yeah.
1: I think the West Wing was a really, like, successful and fantastic show in certain ways for, you know, uh, making people interested in politics, I would say, is probably an interesting way to think about it. Because I feel like that aspect of it, and even, you know, Sorkin debating whether or not to include a president, is a really fundamental part of how, like, you may want to, we we tend to, like, valorize and glamorize the presidency now, right? Yeah. Biden is the the um, Michael Sheen. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would say that
0: Martin. My, Martin Sheen, yeah. Martin. Michael Sheen
1: is another actor.
0: Michael Sheen is Welsh, but he's I still I love British. him very much. But um, yeah,
1: that's also true. Martin is Charlie Sheen's
0: dad. Charlie Sheen said, which Who is funny actually he's actually not
1: named Charlie, and his name is like Anesta because he's an Well, yes. It was fun
0: fun fact. They're of Spanish descent. And relation to the Breakfast Club, Emilio. Yeah, that's his son. But yeah. what's funny is that, so Emilio and Charlie and Rob Lowe, who is also on the Western, are all part of the Brad Pack, so every time I'm, like, watching the show and Rob Lowe's in a scene with Martin Sheen, I'm like, you guys know each Like, it's that weird meta. Uh-huh. Like, anyway. So should we get to it?
1: Let's get to it. Um, all right. We gotta, we gotta catch up with Marvel. So that's what we're yeah. gonna do. And... <laughs> We are going to talk about Loki first, but let's talk about the more interesting news in the past week that is just broken by was broken by I think um, the Wall, Wall Street Journal, where it I Scar think Hollywood Johnson, Reporter had it too. Yeah, uh, they said that WSJ broke the news. Oh, okay, then I, I was reading what they said. So, uh, <laughs> Scar Joe just broke or like is suing uh, Disney. But mainly Feige, I think, for uh, breaking her contract that said that Black Widow would be released exclusively in theaters. And as we know, that is not what happened. Black Widow was released on Disney Plus and in theaters simultaneously.
0: Which is a breach of contract.
1: Which is what she said is a breach of contract. It is
0: a breach of contract. Is the thing. Right.
1: The more I read about it,
0: the more I am with her on it.
1: Okay, I...
0: I imagine and we differ on this.
1: I just wonder why. Why do you have to get more money? It's see, this is the thing, is it's not. I about... don't understand <laughs> when your movie has made three hundred million dollars worldwide and you are already getting a little bit of a payoff, and your character you would have been sitting on that property for two years. Yeah. I don't want to watch a Black Widow movie in twenty twenty
0: five, maybe maybe no one will. You but know But the the difference is She's not just an actress in this.
1: She's a producer. She's an EP. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's her movie. And so actually this is... I feel like this is where we differ on this. I think it is a big deal. And just because, like, she does happen to be one of the highest paid actresses ever for the last five or six years, whatever. I understand that. But I think at the legal level... It is a breach of contract. They did No, I understand that it's a breach of contract. That was what happened. But it also feels
1: weird that uh, no one had the foresight on Disney's or Scarjo's team to come before the panda the pandemic was raging for a year. You had a year to come and renege those terms if you wanted to. I'm just gonna say that. You could have you could have made a production hell out of your your property that was your choice not to do that and wait until after it's released so whatever i think both parties are really fucked i think uh at at one one stage i think like disney plus their whole thing is to compete with hbo max's own decision of releasing you know films simultaneously that was a competitive edge that they were trying to go for even though you pay 30 extra dollars and basically a
0: movie ticket price to watch a Unless you're, say, a family of four, and then this is way cheaper, <laughs> right? <but laughs> Which is what we did,
1: <laughs> right? No, and I agree. Same for us, right? That's like you're not paying for popcorn or anything. And I you're mean, the, going plus the tickets around here. We
0: talked about this at school. I can't remember if you mm-hmm. were part of the discussion. We were like sitting at dinner once we we're talking about this, and like you know, we have friends for our listeners, um, we have friends from like the, the Midwest and uh, like rural yes, Boston, yes, yes, whatever. We're yes. talking about this. And they're like yeah movie tickets like eight bucks or whatever like when it's really expensive and I was like Jesus Christ ours yeah, like are like
1: 15, 12, 15 to 25
0: yeah. depending yeah. on which you know if you get the IMAX experience or whatever and oh, then IMAX, on that I don't that, even
1: remember it's so much yeah
0: yeah no it increases well then also like especially if you're in an urban area yep. like where I live like there's parking that you got to pay for and then if uh, you want to do food that's fine but like it's just I think it adds up it just so adds up. from that yeah but, but it let's actually be was honest, cheaper <laughs>
1: let's be honest they used to fleece us every time you go to the movie theater the experience and what you the value of services and goods and the experience i mean you're never sometimes your movie theater can be really a shitty place to watch a movie like yeah the, the crowds can suck or the the seat itself is like the worst thing in the world can i just it, can
0: i air a yes, complaint real yes, quick yes so i saw Blackwater home watch it with my family finally paid for it but then right. my friend wanted to go see it in theaters and so fine we go we sit this you know it's an it's one of the newer refurbished theaters so they had those recliner seats but oh my god they were so uncomfortable the entire right. t- i didn't i don't remember them being this uncomfortable truly yeah, because
1: we have not reme- like it's we been have not been so long.
0: i could not stop moving by the time the movie was over i had to stand up and like oh my god my hips were killing me my back hurt my neck hurt. like the oh, whole okay. thing i just i know that's unrelated but i just wanted to put it out there that I've aged very quickly. No,
1: it's not aging. It's just the, the shitty... The, it just proves to you that you're paying like 50 bucks for nothing. Like, the yeah. entire... And, and for super loud sound. Like, to the point where people... It's just, it's just too loud. And sometimes yeah. it's just too quiet. And sometimes it's not great. And sometimes it's really cold. And you have to go pee halfway because you've been drinking water the entire See, time. That's
0: why I didn't... I didn't drink water for like the whole day before we saw... yes yes like literally i dried myself out completely and i didn't have to pee i was fine yeah
1: but we pee through our eyes so that's that's the thing (laughs) (laughs) i i i heard that in a movie uh the other day where someone was like oh and she's peeing through her or he's peeing through his eyes it was a stupid joke and that's also um Yeah, okay. That's so funny. No, you're right. We
0: did pee through our eyes.
1: I mean, kind of. In any case, I think it's interesting that this is how shit is going down. I think it's also interesting that a lot of other actors have not encountered this issue. I find it interesting that a lot of HBO Max must have been padding like The Conjuring or whatever. Or maybe they were not, they weren't EPs. I'm pretty sure a few of those movies that released through HBO Max specifically were, uh, you know, like Lynn manuel Miranda in, in, in the Heights. Right. Oh my God. So, so, okay. I know, I know it's a terror. I'm not trying to, okay. Yeah, no, but, no, no, I know. I know. I just, you, I haven't heard he that EP, title in a while. Right. But he was, I, I'm pretty sure he was an EP and if not, he was at least affiliated with the movie enough to like probably get a little bit of the, you know, the, the box office sales, but they had planned for it. So I say Disney, you dumb, dumb Disney, you've had a year of the pandemic You're not sitting and renegotiating your contracts or, like, bolstering it or making amendments or having an amendment in a contract to say that if unforeseen event, like, do you not have unforeseen events in, like, so you just wrote a shitty contract. I'm just confused why you have those lawyers.
0: Yeah, well, me. (laughs) it's partially that it's, you know, partially agents as well, because there's a lot. Mm hmm there but yeah I mean I will say but so the first time I read the article because as soon as as soon as I saw the the article pop up in my notifications I texted you I was like holy shit did you see this and at first I was like I I went along that thing of why does she need the fucking money the pandemic happened it's nobody's fault whatever and then and then I started I I read more about it because there have been a lot of things coming out about it you know people writing op-eds about it and that kind of thing especially in you know the entertainment trades and everything and something that happened as well is that when she sued and when they made it public, mm-hmm. um, Bob Chapek, who is now the Disney CEO released a statement, um, you know, in conjunction with Disney, you know, as a larger company, but they specifically called out her salary and called out how much money she makes in an attempt to discredit the lawsuit, which then times up and a few other movements, came to her defense and said, like, hold the fucking phone. You... Yeah. Why are you doing this? It has nothing to do with how much money she's making. No. And the fact that you're using that to discredit her argument, which I was... That, that to me, makes more sense. Like, oh, there's no reason right? To, okay. To I do think this. That's... And it's nobody's job to say, like, what she was going to do with the... Maybe she was going to donate all the money. You know, you never no, know. No, she
1: wasn't. We know that she wasn't.
0: Okay. You know what I'm saying? No,
1: we, we know that she's taken jobs. See, I'm just saying that Scarlett Johansson and most actors are in a very gray area with how much they earn. Like even in This Is the End, which I recently watched, which is the movie starring James yeah. Rekir and Seth Rogan. They there's like a little meadow thing where they're like, Yeah, we get paid way too much to do very, very little things. Um, you know, she wasn't injured on set. She didn't see any financial setback like i don't know if you're proving that she's seen saw saw any financial setback because the movie was delayed in its release she has taken money to play asian characters on screen multiple times she's taken money to like not to to use that woman card right like that's fine you can do that go for it but that doesn't mean that you can also like i I don't know i'm just saying that scarlett johansson isn't like the most pristine person to be like, I'm not making any money and I need this, or this is such a vile like, if you wanted to file a lawsuit, file a lawsuit of like a, like a, uh, uh, what, what do you like, a for namesake, you know, it could have been for zero dollars, but you could have been suing for breach of contract. There's no reason to put that monetary value unless you're. No, but you're the breach
0: of contract him. was the money that she was missing. This is, I think, this is where we disagree I then, see. because I think I I actually agree with the lawsuit, and I think it's in her interest. I mean, I have read several things that says she might not necessarily win the way she wants to, but Disney certainly won't, and it's more that this mm-hmm. sets a precedent for other actors who have been wronged in their contract based okay, so on that, this. those
1: reasons. Yeah, that, and that it really make a lot of sense. it sets
0: a precedent. I mean, it is for her. Legally it was her contract was breached. So she does have standing for this lawsuit, so that's fine. And then also it says a standing for other actors to stand Mm -hmm. up for themselves as opposed to Yeah, and just being happy with what they were given.
1: I bet there will be instances where and 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 this is like a small thing, right? Just like I mean it's small ish, but there are smaller things that could show up that are a little more insidious. Uh, with how people are being compensated or even, like, being treated on set, things like yeah. that. We just don't know how that will look like right in the future. So, no, for yeah. those reasons, I think, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I'm not super pro Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, no. That's probably why. <laughs> I'm kind of like, what the fuck? And I'm also, like, surprised that Disney couldn't protect its ass more.
0: And that's, ass, that's ass. part of the big thing is, like, oh, right. realizing – a actors have power over this i mean again it helps to choose a producer but um that's that actors have sense. have yeah. power in this you know in these positions and then also that you know this major studio hasn't covered its ass properly which
1: is hilarious to think about yeah. because i you had a year it's mind boggling they knew they were going to delay the release in may 2020 Yeah, Like, that was a fact that we knew as public. It it got
0: pushed, like, three or four times. Yes,
1: and they had internal discussions, so during those times you didn't think, hey, have we protected our actors enough or producers enough? Is this... But it's interesting to see that, like, you know, the tabloids are like, Feige is pissed. He's not gonna work. Like, and I I get it, but also, Black Widow's contract is up. She's dead. Yeah, I was gonna say, she's done. This is the best time for her to do it, and... it's interesting that it happened about four weeks i believe after the release on disney plus like if, if that seems
0: ish yeah, three or, four, ish, yeah. Right?
1: three or four which is like interesting so she got basically the first month of box office and saw that it was prob it was severely underperforming for what it should have made in a regular year. yeah like i would have gone and watched black widow probably like twice maybe with two people two sets of people like if i liked it enough
0: well I also i do wonder that like if i i don't i literally have no idea this is just speculation but in terms of the timing of um her lawsuit going public i wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that yeah her contract is basically up with disney completely that she doesn't have to do any more press the movie's done it's out yeah yeah there are returns she doesn't have to do anything and she can show also from the box office returns in the first two or three weeks or whatever, she can show in court, then this is what we made. This is what we could have made. Yep. Yeah.
1: But I also think that it is a, I get it's a breach of contract, but I just think it's like the weirdest way to be like, oh, you know, they didn't, um, they would, they should have released it later because that was another aspect of like, why did they not release it at the healthiest time of the market? But you're like, so you just want people to like maybe die to watch a movie is that like you don't know when this is gonna end the pandemic right there's no end in sight there's a variant where you live or where you work out of miss johnson that I was gonna say johnson (laughs) miss joanson that is affecting more people and infecting more people
0: like ever yeah but then disney just pushes the movie again
1: and they didn't but they released it to get oh so she doesn't get any money from disney plus is that the other reason yeah she, yeah that's why so mm-hmm.
0: instead they could have just and this is the problem again this is the problem with the contract itself is that you know
1: it was they, could have, in they could have they could
0: have yeah but they could have that's renegotiated funny. like you were saying you know they could have i feel but, like i, mean, I feel have, like there are workarounds
1: if you had good representation if you're paying top dollar to people to to represent your best interests, why didn't they come and ask earlier? So they didn't yeah, have to do know. this. This just feels a little like, "Let me do this and let me end with a bang, and you know, try to get a little bit more money from Disney, but also try to like, I don't know. Is there poor working conditions? Should we know more about Disney? Are they an evil corporation? Of course they are. They're they're a corporation, but
0: I don't know. I a corporation. I still want to work at. So Disney, I'm here. Hire me. I'm ready
1: i i'm i'm seconding that
0: trying but, to you know
1: you know but i can't help that i uh went to a liberal arts school for three years so not, uh yes i'm a little i'm a little marxist somehow sometimes a little <laughs> yeah.
0: you just said and i quote is disney an evil corporation of course yes because it's a corporation
1: <laughs> well that's <laughs> capitalism for mm. you um even the good place thinks so So, in film and Did not like that show. Ah. Mm. We're already arguing about this Black Widow contract. We don't need to bring in the good play. It escalates. The end of this
0: podcast, it'll just be like five minutes of silence. Us just staring at each other on Zoom. Just like daring the other one to start talking.
1: What do you mean daring? We would both talk.
0: We'd probably just start talking over each other.
1: I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting. I want to see what the. You're right. The precedent will be really interesting, and I wonder if more actors will go ahead and be fine suing, uh, bigger companies rather than just like a specific person within a in, a in a role or whatever. And we have never we have never seen stuff like that. Like this is not yeah. Usual, this is new, which is interesting, and will probably lead to some weird weird happenings. Because I'm thinking about how the, the fact of the matter is in India, there's no way to protect yourself. So people are just like, all these producers are now just signing deals with Netflix and prime to guarantee that their film has a platform because otherwise their film sits on a shelf for maybe a year or not another year or at least four or five months. So it's interesting to see if that'll change how, um, uh, other, if if other industries are going to get affected and and how so? Yeah. All right. So, do we want to talk about? I think we are going to talk about Loki. Yeah,
0: Which really quickly. It's just it, it, happened. it, it's it, it, it happened. It's over. No, no, it's happened. No, it's over. It's renewed well, for another season, though. The first, the first Disney Plus show to be renewed.
1: Oh shit! I didn't realize that. Yeah. And officially renewed for. Oh, I did, did. They did say it will be back. Right. That's. I mean, I saw that at the end of the. the the end credits scene or
0: i don't know that they did that because they announced it had been renewed a week after it aired
1: got it got it so i don't know if they may have edited that in post after like i don't know if they did uh add like a last like title screen or something like that for their release i don't remember but in any case that's exciting it had to happen um or it didn't have to i don't know what disney was thinking could they have like just decided not to not to not to order another season of a show and another clip. well that's Disney for that's you it.
0: yeah I was that's- use your imagination after that which I will say you know if they didn't end the show the way they did normally I'd be in favor of that because I am kind of sick of oh. talking but besides what if which is I know the next thing we want to talk about besides what if and saying you know it's a cool animated series and yeah. what if it's how the characters went I really, I just, I know we talk about this all the time but oh my god, there's something to be said for the imagination of viewers, like, and I realize that there's a difference here and that they're making movies based off of comic book series and everything, so there is a lot of material to work off of, right. but dear fucking god, I just the, the viewers have imagination, you gotta let them exercise it at some, at some point, you just gotta let it end it's just, it has to and like, I uh, I don't know I I love TV. <laughs> I no, I know. I just, the thing is, I love yeah. watching stuff. I just, I'd like to see more content that is not just a, you know, a one-off of whatever Marvel's been working on or whatever DC's been working on. Yeah. Uh, mm,
1: yes. You, I think, yeah, I think we are in that, like...
0: I want another West Wing, but not about yeah. the West Wing. I, you know, I want, like...
1: Yeah, yeah. It's It, it is getting really tiresome to yeah s- s- but again you don't watch too much tv so yeah I try like, not to yeah, yeah compare comparatively <laughs> right and like the kind of tv that i'm watching generally has very little to do with superheroes and now only now they're trying like with shows like the boys or um yeah there's another few that are just out there and you're just like i don't really know if i want to see bad super like what is the point of a lot of these shows i think boys is another the other one is like um maybe i'm just mixing up boys again but they're like at least a few superhero shows for no reason that are doing sort of well but everyone is a little i think you're right a little tired of of just seeing you know the similar same characters.
0: yeah which is like i mean again not to take away from the fact that you know thousands of people work on these shows and movies and there's a lot to be done and there's a lot of cool content that you know these movies and shows are based on that have come out but i just i wish it didn't dominate the schedule as much you know and like i know it's possible like i'm looking at the list of things that i told you that i was watching in the last couple of weeks um but yeah paddington and the the hitman's wife's bodyguard those are the only two things that have, like, sequels. Big Fish was a one-off. Yep. Fighting With My Family, a one-off. Don John, original. Ten Years, original. West Wing, didn't get a spin-off. Thank God. Ted Lasso, nothing so far. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I do like that. And I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that, like, oh I'm a mature adult now or whatever. I think I just... I, there's a bit of Marvel fatigue, I might say. I don't no, know. I
1: think that's valid. And there's like, with all the hype for the new Spider Man, and there are a couple of, again, they're, they're with Eternals too. I'm feeling a little. Yeah.
0: I think it's funny. I, we were talking about this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how excited I am. Like, besides finishing off <laughs> the Spider Man right. trilogy, because right. I just don't right. know if they're going to make a fourth one. Right. I don't know that I'm super interested in going on to the next level of characters we're just meeting for the first time, which I know is like you know losing an opportunity to meet cool characters mm-hmm. and see what everybody's doing. I realize that's not me staying current with what's going on, but like I don't know much about the Eternals, and I, I don't know that I really care about the movie. I don't <laughs> know about She Hulk. Like I I know I know the character, but like right. Know, I'm gonna watch letter. the show. I don't know yeah. that I care about the Hawkeye thing either because he's really just passing it off to what's her name so yeah so i you know and
1: uh shit i just forgot the one shit the the one thing that i was like there was this also (laughs) but that's the thing there's a lot of the and there's this also um and like the black widow ending i think was was pretty much i felt disappointed with the the winter soldier the falcon and the winter soldier and now i'm just like okay I guess Julia Louis Dreyfus is now here. Yeah, when well, they're really
0: setting up the next thing, it's really—I mean—and I get the whole moving from phase four to whatever or phase three to phase four. But I think at the certain at a certain point when you have multiple phases of a project, you, you, I feel like I'm I'm more wondering at this point if. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose people like you and I who were fans of the original stuff. And I say original. I mean, that's like 27 different movies and TV shows combined. But that's a lot. <laughs> but that, yeah, um, but yeah. that's a lot of people. And I'm wondering if then they're going to get more people who are interested then in the next yes, level. Yes, I
1: think I think would And think then what more doing,
0: people like you and I maybe fall off the wagon a little bit. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I think they're just going to try and age up their audience. Yeah. I think that's just natural. And so Shang-Chi, there's... Yes, like, the I couldn't think of... Yes. Yeah. I was thinking about Shashi a little bit, but there's another one that so Haley Steinfeld's coming on as Hawkeye. That's what we sort yeah. of gleaned. Hawkeye is gonna be dead, probably. Um, I'm calling that right now, considering okay. Yelena. Come on, it's Yelena. Um, yeah, but probably not because she was great. She really stole script. the show. She was great. Yeah, I I did like I did like the new characters. I thought the okay.
0: I love Dan Harbor. I like uh, yeah. I really I really love him.
1: Yeah, I'm glad, but you you have never watched Stranger Things.
0: So. No, but he was on another show. I mean, he's been in other stuff. He was on yes. another Aaron Sorkin show called The Newsroom. Mm-hmm. And that's where I first was introduced to him. This was before um
1: Yes, but but Hopper is just is Hopper. Yes, I've seen right? a little bit
0: of it. I just can't get into the rest of it, but I like him. I know.
1: Um all right. So the last 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 show that we just have to shout out cuz we found the trailer interesting is What If? But like I don't know. We don't have too many hopes, I don't think, because it is an animated series. There is, like, a little bit of a child aspect to it and who would be predominantly watching the show.
0: I'm and still, I, I would still watch it, though.
1: I know, but I also don't know when it's coming out.
0: And, like, oh, I'm in still... a couple of weeks.
1: Okay. Or next I... week. But, like, that's the thing. I'm just, like, so out of. Trying to, like, keep up with the No, I know. This is, this
0: is what I'm saying. This is the last, like, this and, like, the Spider-Man movie. That's kind of it. <laughs> and that's in December, so I have a while to wait. But I feel like the thing with what if, and I feel like this is the crucial thing, hearkening back to what we were just talking about, Right, is if they just make it this one season of however many, I don't know, yeah, 8 to 10 episodes. And that's it. And that's it. And they just say, okay, what if this happened? Now you think about it, viewers. Now you do your own thinking about this, and we won't come back to it, and this is just going to be what it is, and we leave it alone. And that's but like,
1: that's not how you make money.
0: I know, but, like, oh, um, just leave us alone.
1: We don't have to watch, like, 15, but that's, yeah. It yeah, well, yeah, the
0: other option is obviously just,
1: oh, just shit. to not and watch it. Now there's, like, the, the new Suicide Squad J- directed by James Gunn.
0: Which I do want to see. Which
1: is now annoying, because I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to see it, but I'm also, like frustrated like why are we just copying like at that point you're just basically saying you're copying guardians of the galaxy they yeah. even name drop guardians of the galaxy in the trailer it's just a feels like you're gonna go for the quirky yeah anti-hero thing again. but it's
0: dc content which is inherently a little bit more dark and twisted and so i'm wondering if it'll be more entertaining
1: like when Viola Davis shows up and says, we're going to make a bunch of heroes out of villains while eating her bloody steak. Yeah. Yes, dark and twisted. I'm gonna
0: <laughs> Exactly. By the way, I do want to plug a movie that came out in the late 90s. Oh. It's an anti-hero movie, kind of. It's called The Mystery Men. It's based off of a Dark Horse comic. It is... Oh, I, I spent like most of elementary and middle school watching it. Haven't seen it in a really long time, but... If you want to watch a sort of superhero, mm-hmm. sort of anti-hero movie with no strings attached and it's really kind of ridiculous but kind of great, that's your movie. Yeah, Ben Stiller, William H. Macy, Hank Azaria, like all these comedians, oh, Janine Garofalo, like really, really great.
1: Awesome. That's fun. That sounds a lot better than... Suicide
0: Squad Redux, I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um. So, um, I Care A Lot is a Netflix movie, came out in 2020. Um, it's directed by Jay Blakeson, also written by Jay Blakeson. Um, the IMDb page for this movie... Um, says a crooked legal guardian who drains the savings of her elderly wards meets her match when a woman she tries to swindle turns out to be more than she first appears. Technically that gives nothing away so that's fine. Uh, you should know that obviously there are major spoilers um, throughout this next little segment. Uh, Rosamund Pike plays the legal guardian who is crooked. Diane Weist plays the elderly ward who? Slash
1: mother of, Slash Dinklage.
0: Mother of Peter Dinklage. Isa Gonzalez is with Rosman Pike. They are together. Uh, Chris Messina is just a lovely person.
1: And a lawyer.
0: And a lawyer, <laughs> but I just love him. Um, yeah, that's kind of all you need to know. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, obviously, right now. There will be spoilers in this next segment, but if you do want to watch it, it's on Netflix. Uh, so enjoy this segment.
1: i guess we'll get to the meat it's been enough time not talking about the meat (laughs) for us to say that now we're gonna this is the main course um so we watched i care a lot yep and so it was released in 2020 by netflix starring rosamund pike
0: um gonzalez
1: aisa gonzalez peter she's so hot and yes, she is. And the mom. Who's the mom who plays the oh, mom?
0: Diane Weist. Hold on. Diane Can we just... Oh my god. She's a national fucking treasure. I literally wrote this. I sent you a picture of my notes. And in my notes, I wrote, Diane Weist is a national fucking treasure. <laughs> I, I love her so much. I just... Oh my and god. And Chris Messina. I
1: like oh,
0: Chris too. Oh, I fucking love right. Chris Messina. He's like in everything. And I just oh and his suits were so beautiful mm-hmm. anyway so we'll get great. to that we'll, well there will be structured at the conversation but oh my god okay so what were your initial reactions we should say also this was how we sort of did the episode for today this was the initial idea was that nikki said why don't we just pick a movie and we'll both watch it and we'll talk about it which is you'd think would be a pretty simple thing but yes, we just haven't well, done it yet l-
1: yeah, and we've also gone through so much so many tangents to now for 40 minutes. That yeah. let's get let's get into well, it. Anyway,
0: so um Initial this, this was Nikki's pick. So what did you think? It was not
1: my pick. You okay, said, have I you got, seen this movie? Yeah, and I said
0: no, I, and you said, okay, let's watch it.
1: Okay, to be honest, I ha- didn't have good expectations for this one. Yeah, I either. didn't think <laughs> I would like it. I didn't I didn't go <laughs> into it being like this is gonna be a fun movie. And I think that's the reason why watching this and talking about it will be better because we won't just go, Oh, and this was great. And that was great. Um, I didn't like it. Even after watching it, I found it too highly stylized. I found it annoyingly um, just on the nose. A lot of the times I found it convoluted. The plot was just all over the place. The story wasn't really gripping or enticing. I thought they wasted a lot of time on character, like, introductions. And then sort of, like, tried to flesh out these characters by, like, making Peter Dinklage do those, like, bar thingies and hang oh. in the bars.
0: Also, Peter is Dinklage is so a national fucking, fucking cool. treasure. I love he him.
1: He is, um, yeah, my, my my dude. That's the only reason I wanted to watch this movie is Peter Dinklage. Uh, again, Game of Thrones fan yep. here. No, one, no wondering. Um, and so watching him, like, be this... Uh, supposed to be a little scary guy i feel like we should have seen at least one of those like finger cutting scenes that they generally have in a movie like this (laughs) which just feels so just like so normal in the context of a movie that's supposed to be like look how absurd and scary this thing is oh yeah i also fucking hate rosamund pike and i didn't like her in this one either that's the other I mean I don't hate her as a person obviously I hate her as an actor I don't think she's very good I think she can be a little fluffy English um a lot of the time with her you know lips just a little bit apart <laughs> like she's like she looks just super wow uh like she's like on air like with her blonde hair there are a lot of things I don't like about Rosamund Pike um I also hated, I mean, I thought it was very cool. I liked her blue sunglasses and her blue eyes. And, they, and the contrast that you would see every time she would wear, like, a different color. A different yeah. primary color. And then you're like, ooh, she's so put together and perfect. Yeah, that red dress. The red dress. Mm. Four scenes or so, she's in that red dress. Yeah.
0: She has pretty great shoes, too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The The shoes and then the perfect hair. All yeah. The time.
0: But I will say something with the hair, I will say that I notice this. I don't know if this is just because I took a film class from a weirdo at Pomona, but <laughs> um, you know, most of the movie she's got her hair what my mom refers to as a butt part, straight down yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, very severe short haircut, yeah. just brushing the jawline. By the end of the movie when she's doing her CEO it's thing, it's slicked back. Yes. And I don't really know where I was going with that, but ooh, no, juxtaposition.
1: I, yes, it's supposed to be like, now look at her. She's like reformed. She's less yeah. severe. She's, she deserves some redemption, even though we know she's scamming. The, I didn't like her, and that's why I didn't buy the film. I hated her, and I didn't. Yeah, keep just interrupt me whenever you no, want. No, no, it's okay.
0: fine. I just I have a point on this that I was trying to yeah, know, articulate pretty much but... yeah. all day because we both went. So I watched it this morning. Um, yes, me. <laughs> yeah. I always like say or like think about the fact that I want to see movies where certain plot points are subverted and things are different. But then I watched this movie and they did that and I didn't like it. Like to me, this was more of a learning experience of like, oh, I get why movies do these like stupid things that you can kind of predict because I watched this movie where they you know attempted at least because I don't I don't think it was super successful because of the things like oh look the hair is different oh look she gets killed in a bright white suit and she's got blood all over when she dies and like you can see her changing you know like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. like I don't think that was well executed because I think it's too easy to point out but also I just I think like starting off I just I hate first of all I hate voiceovers I just I don't yeah. like them they take you out of it it's like a zoom I hate zooms I hate yeah, zooms voiceovers I can't and,
1: mm.
0: and so I, I feel like it takes you out of the viewing experience and so you know no, starting no, with no. that and being like the opening message being you know people are inherently bad blah 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 you ought to, you go into it and you're like yeah. well shit I know I'm not gonna like like no, and I, that's I, normally I, I'd be like is. oh look they're trying to make her likable and normally I'd hate if they did the opposite thing, but they did this and I didn't like it.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did try to do the opposite thing and make her, like, kind of detestable. So I've watched this... Um, <laughs> I've never watched this movie. It's... Uh, let me check the title real quick. But basically, it's one of those um, Netflix movies. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> which, Sidetrack, is directed and... Star- d- written, directed, and s- produced by steve mnuchin's wife yep and if you remember steve mnuchin he was like uh what was he he was, was treasury he was part of the, i may be treasury but he was part of trump's cabinet yes he was treasury wow what a great memory you have about i live in dc um, yeah that, that makes sense i mean he was the one who was like he, he's the one who stayed part of the cabinet uh for the entire tenure of trump which is a big deal because
0: you know, so everyone true. else got fire. Everyone got like, Remember perfectly. Rex Tillerson?
1: Yes. Do you remember uh the mooch? Scaramucci?
0: Yes, I do. Anthony ten Scaramucci. ten glorious
1: days. <laughs> ten, ah, of the mooch. Okay, so <laughs> um so she comes in this movie called me You and madness that she produced and directed and her character and Pike's character in this just feel a little too similar. And it feels weird that you haven't like, um, Oh shoot. Cause I get it. Me and madness came out in 2021. And unfortunately that just takes me out of it because me and madness is a satire, but it's like bad. It's so bad. And she's like this blonde serial killer And Rosamund Pike essentially is a blonde serial killer in some ways, abductor, like, I don't know what what you would call her, but this idea that you're supposed to look at her and be like, oh, she's so bad, but cool.
0: Yeah. It's just annoying. Can I also, can I mention really quick, wait, hold on, I just totally forgot what I was going to (laughs) mention. Wait. No, <laughs> me. I had it right at the front of my yep. brain. You said something and I was like, tipped oh, oh, oh! I remember, I remember, I remember. Okay, sorry. You were talking about poor, poorly constructed satire. This whole thing, not to say that Steven Soderbergh makes bad movies, but <laughs> the the plot of this movie and the way in which the story was constructed, nothing else about it, not, not the costumes, not the acting, right. not the writing, nothing else about it, just the story and the plot. Mm-hmm to me, were such a new Soderbergh. Soderbergh's been making, like, they're very they're, they're, they're very Soderbergh-specific movies that he makes now, but the, mm-hmm. his most recent ones, I'd say in the last couple years, the, like, the last three or four that he's made, this is a less stylized, more sloppy version of a movie he would make.
1: Yeah, I can kind of see that. And the whole time because I was his, thinking about it. Because his movie would have ensemble characters that you really like, and you want to see... And, the, and writing we'll be the, writing the writing would be would better. The writing would be better. The beats would be faster. And we would see Aza Gonzalez's character become... There would be become, a better yeah, soundtrack.
0: And the characters I would, would come back. Soundtrack. And Diane Weist would be in the second half of the movie. Which yes. she fucking isn't.
1: Yeah. And I was wondering about that too. Because I was like... You got this, like, pretty cool... Bad. She's a fucking I legend. Know, I wanted to know what she was doing. Like, how... Oh, man. there were, There were moments that i thought this movie had potential i love the like macaroons or the macarons and he's like bringing to his i want i want to
0: claire so bad like i and will get claire, bakery. He's, like,
1: he's like emotionally eating as he's he's like trying to th- it's so good um, No, i will
0: i swear to god i'm gonna go to a bakery after this and like go get a box uh, please do go do that
1: you know yolo because yeah. like honestly there's some fun like Adds I I don't like Rosamund Pike I thought again it got really contrived with the like again straight actors playing lesbians like why do we why is why is she like this raving lesbian like why did you have to queer her like I don't get it
0: yeah I feel like that didn't it didn't add anything to the plot I mean it did it did in the sense that that like there was I guess um there's supposed to be a motivation for her.
1: But, but let's but, be real, they just wanted to see two hot women kiss on screen. Well, to me,
0: yeah, I was going to say, to me, that motivation didn't come through. It could have probably yeah. come through in a different way. So I know why they put it in, but I don't think they needed to. Um, I
1: mean, I would, it's interesting, too, to, like, um, to have Aza be like this, she, okay, you're trying, again, this feels like, oh, you're trying to subvert the whole, like, women are nurturing and caring, like, naturally and stuff. But then I was like, okay, but then it's not that... Good. like it's still not good it's not
0: yeah it just didn't click nothing nothing no. clicked i will i would like to talk about to, to me what did click
1: yes go ahead the costumes
0: <sighs> yes. i just like looking at them i i realized they served mm-hmm. a larger purpose and i think they were too obvious i think that's part of the problem honestly with this with mm-hmm. the storytelling was that they were very obvious about this yeah. haircut is supposed to mean something this dress is supposed to mean something i feel like they could have been more subtle the about colors, it that the said framing. exactly the colors everything that said, the clothes were pretty fucking nice. Like just as cool. as outfits, Christmasina's yeah. suit, that first one, not the white one, but the first one with that purple tie and the three piece. Oh my god! I'd never say Christmasina was hot. I don't consider that. I just like him really? a lot. I wouldn't say okay. he's hot. No, but that was like a very attractive suit. He was also on the newsroom anyway. Um, mm. but like Peter Dinklage's uh tracksuit that he was in when he was going to the bank and he put his hat down and everything. Yes. Oh, that was legendary. And like just just I don't know, even even the power suits I guess served their I, but that's purpose. The thing. I liked like, Aiza Gonzalez's stuff cuz it was you know, more so But the
1: thing is with Aiza Gonzalez, she still reminded me like they still this film felt like it was in the 90s. Is that just me? Because No, okay, the
0: reason- no, I see
1: that. You know why? It's because, like, the, the, the phone plot, for example. I mean, it could have been rendered completely useless if she had just been born, if this just had happened in the 90s, where where people aren't living with their smartphones, where people yeah. can't... Because the inter- you don't think the internet would have reviews about this Miss Grayson and the judge. It felt very like I'm in my own world, right? Yeah, it didn't
0: but, quite work. Yes, out. and yeah. I feel like,
1: think about it this way. Like, she could have been in the eighty, and I felt like it may have been written also in some ways. Um, and then they were like, oh, I guess it's today. And then they went with it but like i would have wanted to see some backstory from rosamund pike right like her first scam what did that look like yeah because that would have helped ground her as a character a little more to just like seeing her ringing a bell with longer hair and like shabbier clothes and being like are you okay ma'am and then like entering and the door shuts and that's enough for us to know that she's a psychopath and has been since she was a little younger
0: i will say the one the one thing that i that sticks out to me that I did like about this movie in terms of the storytelling, besides the costumes, which again I don't think serve the story very well. I just like the way they look. Um, when she, when Rosamund Pike first shows up to Diane Weist's house, and again, Diane Weist, what a fucking legend. But anyway, yeah. um, when she first shows up and she's like, "Hold on, I need to put my reading glasses." There's a shot of Rosman's like foot in the door, and she's like inching her way in, and then she pulls herself back, and she's like, "Hold on, you can't yes. go in yet." Yes. I I think that was perhaps, and the, like it still sticks out to me. And I know I just watched a couple hours ago, but the fact that that one shot sticks out to me, I think, was maybe the most successful piece of storytelling, of quite, maybe throughout the whole something. movie.
1: Yeah, no, no, showing no, 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 the
0: right. the desire to just get in there and jump in, but also the There's restraint.
1: Yeah, and that's what we see the entire movie is her desire to maybe kill Dinklage at one point, but that restraint of getting him injured enough, throwing him out in the woods, and then coming back, staring him in the face, and then, like, having that conversation. Yeah. Again, the more they feel more characteristic of who we've, we we seem to understand as this, this person.
0: Yeah, well, and I think that's why she got killed off, too. Or, like, it could help explain why she got killed off. You know, she got too ambitious... And she immediately went for it. Like I I think that's reading too much into it.
1: I don't even know what like I get I get the I don't know if it was supposed to be a satisfactory killing off.
0: Yeah, but I was just I just wanted the movie to end. That's true. I'm not even joking.
1: Yeah. Like in my
0: notes I wrote, quote (laughs) This movie does not fucking end.
1: Yeah, it just it just went on and on and like the third act and we see that little snippet of the gas station just to confirm that like She's smart. She like yeah,
0: smart or like also why'd she get her tooth fixed? Why was that a priority? Did I miss something there?
1: Image. I I guess
0: I don't know, but that just seemed unnecessary. And then I wrote at the end. I wrote, "Oh yes, this is the ending I was hoping for." I just see, but that's the thing. Like, but I I... just wanted it to end. I just wanted to be over. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I so I didn't find her at all redeemable. She was not doing scams. It felt like. This was like the worst thing to satirize because I couldn't laugh. The moment I saw I felt it, right? Because I Yeah. I have enough old people in my life to be like really worried and care about them enough, right? No, it was so concerning. Just, and I was watching this shit and I was like, This is fucking horrible. And yeah. I couldn't I couldn't get over that. And that entire thing stayed with me. So I, I wonder if it's like a different cultural thing where people are a little looser about how their parents are. I also didn't like the whole like oh, Mr. Feldstrom, or, yeah, that's his, yeah, bad guy, guy. but he's, like, oh, he's a misogynist, but, like, you don't know that. Can I,
0: oh, my God, that really pissed me off, the the feminism, just because I'm a woman, you're beating me up, that feminism, like, slant of the whole thing, there was no setup for it, there was no precedent, (laughs) it's just, it was so forced, Oh my god, I hated just, it. I'm not against You're just
1: doing this because you've never
0: dealt with anyone with a vagina. Oh, jeez. Like, that's Boy. not what it is. That has yeah. nothing to do with it, in fact. In fact, you're you are a bad person. Mom. Yeah, you're just a bad person. Yeah, that's it. And that's, I mean, I she started the whole movie with that fucking voiceover bad people yep. or just bad people or whatever. Like, oh my god. And I, can I say, I think the usual suspects has really ruined voiceover for movies.
1: I was literally when you mentioned Voicer, I was like, I want to rewatch The Usual Suspects because
0: it's so brilliant around. at the end, yeah. and the candle yes. goes, up and it's just, oh, it's, yeah, great. it's great. But yeah, no, not not this one, not not for me. Um, no, I will. Okay, the one thing you mentioned, um, I don't know, you mentioned something about like yeah. it didn't make you laugh at all. The one thing that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> was Peter Dinklage <laughs> and he's like threatening Rosamund Pike and he's like talking about this woman that she you know cut off all her fingers or whatever and, she, and he goes she's buried underneath a Jimmy Johns now
1: <laughs>
0: that was oh, that was brilliant so yeah that's about it but I think it has more to do with the delivery than anything I yeah I don't know who I, I actually do know who directed it his name is Jay something but um i i don't know i
1: yeah i think i i, I don't think i have anything i'm not gonna anymore. watch it again nope i'm not i would not recommend you watch it either yeah i don't even think it's and that makes sense why it just sort of like buried itself under a rug after its release and people were just like but people always going like i the editorializing that happens with film reviews can get really annoying whether it be like like something they'll they'll say like some adverb and adjective and like yeah. that's like deliciously smart wickedly funny and you're like yeah, no I mean, it wasn't no, it's really not
0: and, and i actually did like, i restrained myself i did not read reviews um, yeah, no. i, I, I looked at what score the critics uh, gave I, I didn't look at like i didn't read the whole thing i just kind of looked around to see because i normally like to see if the washington post reviewed it um because you know that's my yeah, hometown that's them- what i'm used to reading but they didn't but i ended up looking through oh. and like a lot of yeah because it yeah. like if it didn't come out when the weekend section was coming out in the paper then they just don't hit it every time so <laughs> Got it. they don't it's review close. everything but um, right. yeah. yeah
1: i mean out of uh i just added it to my thing i gave it like a 2.5 out of five <laughs>
0: for me yeah no I'm with you mine. I was going out of 10 but yeah I'd say 6 out of 10 oh was,
1: you get 6 out of 10 right I was, which is the same it's it roughly the same I was thinking about giving it a 3 and then I remembered how bored I was yeah and uh that just it just simply wasn't me. entertaining was below
0: the edge. yeah um so um I Care A Lot is a Netflix movie that came out in 2020 Um, it's directed by Jay Blakeson, also written by Jay Blakeson. Um, the IMDb page for this movie, um, says, A crooked legal guardian who drains the savings of her elderly wards meets her match when a woman she tries to swindle turns out to be more than she first appears. Technically, that gives nothing away, so that's fine. Uh, you should know that, obviously, there are major spoilers, um, throughout this next little segment. Uh... Rosman Pike plays the legal guardian, who is crooked. Diane Wiest plays the elderly ward, who...
1: Slash mother of
0: Pierre Slash mother Dinklage. of Peter Dinklage. Isa Gonzalez is with Rosmond Pike. They are together. Uh, Chris Messina is just a lovely person.
1: And a lawyer.
0: And a lawyer, <laughs> but I just love him. Um, yeah, that's kind of all you need to know. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, obviously, right now. There will be spoilers in this next segment, but if you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. Uh, So enjoy this segment.